0: Hey there, I'm Marlene, a psychic, mental health coach, and founder of Mystic Women. Mystic Women is an amazing app for spiritual women available for Apple and Android. In this podcast, we're going to dive deep into my favorite topics, spirituality and mental health. And I am so excited to go on this journey with you all. I would love to get to know you. So please leave a review with your favorite part of the episode along with your Instagram handle so that I can give you a personal shout out on our next episode. Hello and welcome to the Mystic Women Podcast. My name is Marlon. I am so very happy you're here. And today's episode is titled Motivation, Where to Find It and... I know why you're here. You want a quick and easy way to find motivation. Trust me, I do too. But it is always deeper than that. As always, I drew a card from one of my Oracle decks to gain a little bit of insight on the topic that we chose for today. And ironically, I got the card external validation, which of course, as always, it ties in perfectly with today's topic. And what is external validation, right? External validation is the feedback that you get from others for your work or for whatever it is that you are doing. External validation can be positive. It could be negative. It's not something you can control because we cannot control people. External validation gets a really bad rep because we are told that we should not listen to what people say. And I disagree. I disagree because we are social beings. We can't really ignore what people say. We don't have to take what they say as fact for our lives, but we can't really just ignore what they say. This isn't only impossible, it's also counterproductive because if, for example, you are launching a new podcast episode, for instance, I do need external validation in the sense of I would like to know if my audience resonates with what I'm talking about. Based on that, I can either decide to continue or not continue. However, if my audience for some reason at first is not resonating with my podcast episodes, then we may have to start listening to our own heart and see what our own intuition says. And what our own internal validation says, which is the validation that comes from within us. That is the little cheerleader inside of us. It says, you can do it. You can do it. You can totally do it. Sometimes this cheerleader is very quiet. Other times the cheerleader is really, really loud. The goal in life is totally to get that cheerleader as loud as she can or he can possibly be. Now, what on earth does external and internal validation have to do with motivation? I would say everything. It has everything to do with motivation because motivation is driven by either external or internal factors. The goal is for it to be driven by internal factors. And I basically gave off the entire episode right now because That is the most important thing. If you want to take anything from this entire episode, is that internal motivation is essential. Internal, internal. It comes from inside of you. And no one can mess with that because it is yours. The goal, however, is to build this internal motivation up, which is actually called intrinsic motivation in psychology. So 100%, if you want to find your motivation, you have to detect where your level of internal motivation lies. And if you want to find out why you lose motivation, you have to find out where your external validation lies, as well as your internal in order to compare them. What the heck does this mean? It basically means that when we rely way too much on external validation, then our motivation will absolutely drop the minute that that external validation is taken away from us. There's, I have an interesting theory about why external validation is so important for our brains or why our brains better off love external validation. It's because External validation lets you know that the environment is safe. And what does our brain love more than anything else? It's safety. Our brain wants to know that it's going to be safe, that the environment is safe, that nothing bad will happen to you. So, of course, when we get an applause from the environment, our brain says, Yay, continue, we got this. But the minute that that environment turns on us, or it's pure crickets, Our brain is like, oh, oh, there's a problem here. We're no longer safe. Let's go to our comfort zone. It's like the battle of the overprotective brain. The brain is like an overprotective parent. It will always try to save you by keeping you in your comfort zone. So we did speak about having to detect where your internal validation lies. Let's explore that one first. Internal validation is super important for creative work because not everyone will understand your creative work at first, especially when you first start talking about it. It's difficult for people to see your ideas, so you really have to tune into that creative energy that you have when you're doing something totally new or something that most people don't approve of or resonate with. Within the Sacred Creator's Oracle deck, the card that we got, the external validation card, asks you, How can you learn to be your own compass? And this is such a valuable question because I feel it's a question everyone should ask themselves. How can you be your own compass or your own sense of direction? How can you find it within yourself? How can you make sure that you know which way to head? And For me, hands down, it's always my intuition, that inner knowledge that we all possess that gives us like little nudges and hints towards the right direction. I'll definitely create a whole episode about how to follow your intuition and really embrace your intuition. For now, I just want you to pay attention to that feeling in your gut that tells you, yes, this is a good idea or no this is not a good idea and you get to this gut feeling by ignoring all outside forces because this gut feeling comes from within you it's only you and this energy that's within you that will give you the answer if you can leave a review and answer this question in the in the review how can you learn to be your own compass i am really curious to hear your different perspectives. So continuing on to finding your internal validation, I would definitely say that understanding yourself and learning to trust yourself are very important. Some people have a lot of trouble trusting themselves. They can't take a step without that external validation being there because they do not trust themselves at all, nor their judgment. And of course, in order to trust your judgment, you have to trust yourself and your perspective and what you're about. And there is a lot of work that goes into this. Don't think that it just happens from one day to the next. Building up one's motivational level takes time. Of course, there are always those people that have this incredible internal motivation from the start and it seems like they'll just rush into anything and do anything And this can very well be a little reckless. I used to admire people like this. I used to be like, wow, I want to be like that. I want to jump and do anything I want to do. But with time and with age, I've realized that this can be a little reckless. This is where balance is extremely important because not every idea is a good idea. And sometimes we should listen to our external validation or what others are actually saying because what others say to us isn't always all bad. Just because someone doesn't agree with what we are setting out to do isn't necessarily a bad thing. Maybe this person really has some insight on the reason why we should not pursue whatever it is that we're pursuing. But of course using our own judgment is important for this. Trying to navigate whether or not that external validation makes sense can be a little tricky. But with practice and with getting to know yourself a little better, you do get better at it. And of course, I will also make another episode talking a little more about how to get to know yourself better, because that's really important. Continuing on to figuring out how to lift or make our internal motivation stronger. Definitely, when it comes to that, you need to Make room for imperfections because imperfections are natural. Nothing is perfect. In fact, I think that if something is perfect, it's just it's missing something. So definitely plan for imperfections in your work or whatever it is that you're doing. And don't let the imperfections get to you. You can readjust as you go. A lot of people, when they're trying to launch a podcast or their business or a blog or whatever it is you want to launch into the world. Whatever creative idea you have that you want to put out into the world. A lot of people get so caught up with it being perfect before it goes out into the world. If I would have thought that way, I would have never even done a podcast because my first podcast episode wasn't that great. I mean, in my opinion, it could have been better. The sound could have been better. A lot of things could have been better. At one point, my mic was off, so I wasn't even recording with the mic. So the sound is totally off. I mean, things happen, you know. If I would have been so caught up on that, I would have deleted that episode and be gone with it. But no, I left it up because it's part of the process. It's part of the learning process. And the learning process, it's, it's beautiful, I mean, a butterfly starts up as a little caterpillar and it turns into this majestic, beautiful, colorful being. Why can't it be the same for you? Why do you want to be an expert when you're just starting out? And I'll tell you why you typically want to be an expert when you're just starting out. I feel like this is a real big phenomenon in our current age. And current era because of social media because social media has everybody on social media I am guilty of it I try not to but it just it's the nature of the beast it just comes across that way on social media everyone looks like they have it figured out and they show their end results but they don't usually show their process and within the process is the messy part the part that we typically don't want people to see You know, that part where we're stumbling and falling all over the place, trying to hold up this idea and trying to not let it fall into the ground, breaking into a million pieces, that part. But social media just kind of shows everyone's best self and their final product. And that's just not how life works. So we look at social media and we say, wow, look at that person with that amazing podcast with like thousands of listeners. And we have this little podcast with maybe two listeners, one of them being our mom. And we're like, damn, I suck. But you don't. This person that started out with a podcast had exactly the same amount of listeners that you currently have. Perhaps their mom was one of them too. By the way, hey mom. But anyway, definitely don't get so caught up with people on Instagram or social media or any social media platform you hang out at. It's not really the reality of things. Things are difficult to achieve for everybody, no matter who you are. Now let's talk a little bit about external validation and what happens when you solely only rely on your external validation to get by What happens to your motivational levels when this occurs? Best way I can describe it is you are easily manipulated by your environment and by what people say, especially the naysayers, people that don't agree with you. You are basically being manipulated by them because if you listen to every little thing from your external environment in order to arrive at whether or not you should do something, You're being manipulated by it, and the goal is to be our authentic highest self and not to be manipulated by our environment. Our environment changes. Things change. Sometimes the people that today are saying to you, hey, you suck, a year from now will be listening to you saying, wow, that person is brilliant. Because people change their minds, and you cannot allow yourself to be the victim of their ever-changing minds. Now, of course, external validation isn't all bad. And I feel like sometimes people don't talk about the value of external validation because nothing is all bad nor all good. There's still there's always gray area in between of everything. And I love digging into the gray area. In many ways, external validation can build you up. It sometimes happens in the initial steps of when we're doing something. If the feedback that we're getting is amazing, then our motivation is still there. Our motivation gets excited. Our brain gets excited, of course, because it's being applauded and it seems to be in a safe area. So we tend to continue because it's reassuring and it's supportive. So it sort of shows us what's possible and our potential. When our internal validational system is very weak And we rely heavily on external validation. I mean, our external validation can make or break whether or not we continue with a project. I like to use external validation when it comes to my motivation. I, I like using it to my advantage. So in the case of this podcast, of course, I would like to know if my listeners are resonating with what I'm talking about. It's essential for the podcast in general. It all really depends on my goals for the podcast. But at the end of the day, you do want to know that your listeners are listening or are actually there. I'll use external validation as a way to sort of check my work. If there's an episode that gets more listeners, then perhaps I will talk a little bit more about that particular subject because it might be something that people are interested in and vice versa. But what happens when this external validation becomes way too addicting. And I become so addicted to the numbers and who's listening and who's not listening and what listeners that I lose. And, and it's just too much. When you give too much power to anything, it's definitely a problem. If I were to do this, my motivation would drop and go up and down depending on what others are saying. So for me, it's important for me to know my own potential without the applause of anyone else. So I need to know myself back to that little detail of knowing myself. I need to know what I stand for and I need to know where I stand on when it comes to whatever project it is that I'm trying to put out into the world. If the project is truly important to you, then stand firm on it. But if you're not totally sure as to why you're doing something, chances are that your motivation will drop too and will rise and drop at the any at, at any comment from anyone, any negative comment from anyone, any positive comment from anyone, it will go up and Again, down. Again, it's really important to listen to your own intuition. Tune into yourself and listen to yourself and see what you're telling yourself about what you're doing. Intuition is definitely key. Finally, I want to talk about a very important thing when it comes to motivation. Motivation definitely needs inspiration as well. It sort of goes hand in hand. But where does this inspiration come from? In my opinion, it comes from really believing in what you're doing, which goes back to believing in yourself. So you see, everything goes back to the self, the core, who you really are, what you really stand for. I think that motivation and inspiration are like the recipe for success. It is the perfect combination for success. I have a little trick for cultivating that inspiration plus motivational combo. And my way is celebrating milestones, both big, big milestones and small milestones. I celebrate my big and small wins. I have learned to do this. This didn't come natural to me. Being my own cheerleader was not something I was good at. But when I learned to celebrate my big and small wins, especially my small wins, I remained inspired. And this is mostly because when you celebrate your small wins, you are reminding yourself of your why. It brings you back to that reason why you're doing what you're doing. You get in this state of being appreciative for your work and your effort. It's really easy to celebrate a big win, but it takes you being humble to celebrate your small wins. Learning to celebrate my small wins has been a game changer when it comes to my mental health and my overall stability with bipolar disorder because it rem- it reminds me to stay focused. I have a small goal, not so small actually, but it's a goal to reach a hundred podcast episodes in six months. Currently, I'm by episode 13 quality episodes, of course. And this is a hard thing to do, but I'm aiming for a hundred. However, I'm celebrating each and every one of them as a successful effort because little by little they start adding up. So I'll celebrate any comment, a feedback, any listener, any new listener. I get very excited with new countries listening to the podcast. I celebrate little wins because they are essential to my growth and the growth of my projects and creative efforts. I know this episode sort of sounded like it was exclusively about external and internal motivation or intrinsic motivation and the truth is it mostly was but it's because motivation is led by these two factors mostly in my opinion. Of course there are many many other things that go into motivation but I do really feel like these two are One of the most important things that go into motivation. And if you gain control of these two aspects, external and internal validation, you can start to succeed in whatever way it is that you believe success is. Because of course, success is very unique for everyone. I want you to gain your definition of success by gaining control of your internal and external validation in order to truly find that motivation and inspiration within yourself. Remember to leave a comment or a review better and explain that little question that I asked previously. How do you tune into your own compass? How do you tune into your own sense of direction? As always, it was a pleasure to be here with you today. I actually have a new Instagram account which I had to create because my previous one got hacked. But I love having a new Instagram account because i rather have 40 followers of people that really do care about what I'm talking about rather than 10,000 followers who just weren't resonating and didn't really care. So I'm loving my new Instagram account. If you want to hop on there and say a quick hello, I'd be very happy. I'd love to know a little bit more about the listeners. I would love to know a little bit more about you. So shoot me a DM, give me some feedback and let's connect further. My Instagram is magic underscore 33, or you can always reach me at my business Instagram, which is mysticwomen.co. It was a pleasure to be here today with you. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Marlene. Love and light always. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something new. Let's connect further. Share your favorite part of this episode in your Instagram account and tag me at magicwoman underscore 33 and mysticwomen.co. I look forward to seeing your posts. Bye.